This show is sponsored by Hivemind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the hive mind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hive With Us podcast. Uh, we have a very special guest today. I'm excited about today's guest. We keep on talking about how the guests that are coming on here are more powerful, smarter, more intelligent. Uh, we're excited to be networking with people like this, and we would like to just keep on bringing value and showing you guys um, the kind of relationships that we're forming as we're building the hive mind out. Um, I think that we're leading into some pretty interesting places. So today we want to introduce you to our guest, Mr. Ryan Pineda. What's up, boys? So, what's, what's up, up? Man? Happy to be here. Thanks for joining us, man. So uh, I feel like our audience probably doesn't need to be introed to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to just quickly visit on what you're doing in business and real estate currently, and then where you're headed forward in the future. And we can talk about a, a couple of other things that, that I think you might want to get out into the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, um, Ryan Pineda, I'm out here in Vegas and got a lot of businesses these days. You know, a lot of them are real estate based, which is great. But, you know, on the real estate side of things, I've done over 500 house flips. We've got over 550 doors. You know, we've got a fund. We've got my wholesaling company. We've got, you know, a bunch of good stuff. And then other businesses as well that are doing seven, eight figures, some tax firm. You guys are a part of Tykes, my NFT project and the boardroom. So you guys kind of have seen what that's all about. Lots of businesses. And I, I love every minute of it. You know, we teach people how to invest in real estate. We teach people how to create content. We've got a lot of different education platforms. So yeah, it's going well. Insane, dude. Yeah. So we're happy to be a part of it. Yeah. So as, as soon as, a so Evan Price is the one that's kind of been following the Tykes thing. And so he called me one day. He's like, hey, we need to buy some Tykes. So we jumped <laughs> in on that. And then he said, hey, man, he's opening up a boardroom position. So I said, okay, let's do that. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. You know, I kind of didn't even have the whole entire explanation or the vision, but I knew it was you. I knew it was Web3. So I said, man, let's just get in and we'll figure out what to do from here. You want to uh, cover go. a little bit about Tykes and, and where you're headed with that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Were you guys at the last board meeting? There were so yeah. many people. Yeah, I was okay. there for the, cool. just for the, the main dinner. And then after that, I had to split. My wife was in the casino walking around by herself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see you again in January though. We're both going to be there too. Yep. Yeah. The Tykes Summit's going to be insane. Yeah. For Tykes, for those uh, listening, you know, obviously I've been heavily involved in the the normal real estate space, but I've also been involved with crypto since 2017. And just the, the more I've been involved with it, the more I've realized that crypto and real estate are going to kind of go head to head here in the near future. And there's going to be a lot of innovation that happens with blockchain and fractionalization and a lot of stuff. So instead of just kind of waiting for it to happen, I'm like, you know what? I'm super passionate about this. And why don't I just be the one to spearhead it? You know, at the end of the day, I think I can do it. I think I have the vision and I think people like yourselves will buy into it. 
And so that's what we did. You know, we launched Tykes and it became the number one NFT on OpenSea, even in a bear market. It's gone up a lot in value compared to the mint price, even in, once again, a bear market with yeah. FTX and all this drama happening. It just, yeah. you know, hasn't stopped anything we're doing. So, you know, really it's just a, a community for real estate people and entrepreneurs who are interested in Web3 and who are trying to kind of innovate that future of real estate. And there's so many other parts to it, which you guys know about with, you know, Tycoin and our, our marketplace and Tyke shares and the Tyke tank. And like, it, I, I could go all day uh, for 45 hour, you know, just talking about it. But yeah, we're having our event uh, January 9th to the 12th here in Vegas, the Tyke Summit. It is going to be the biggest ever real estate and crypto event, you know, for those in the boardroom, aka people who own 20 or more Tykes. We do special board meetings and we got special stuff for them. So you guys went to the last one, which you saw the dinner and everything was amazing. And we're going to be holding another board meeting and the event itself is going to be crazy. Awesome, dude. So from my understanding, the boardroom is uh, the positions are still open. So if anybody does want to join the boardroom, they have to purchase 20 tykes. Yep. 20 tykes. Okay. And Mr. Pace Morby just jumped in. Yep. Pace Morby jumped in. Row built from uh, Bigger Pockets, the host of the Bigger Pockets podcast, jumped in. Nice. My buddy Neil Dingra jumped in. I got a lot of influencers and a lot of um, big name real estate people. They all, and look, I mean, these people, they bought them. You know, it's not just my buddies and I'm like, hey, you know, let me get you. Like, no, they bought them. <laughs> and that's the thing with cryptos, it's all on chain. You cannot fake things. No, man. Yeah. I think we saw that vision early as soon as we knew that it was going to be you and what you were doing. So we talked about this on Clubhouse a couple of years ago, Daniel and myself, about how uh, real estate was going to become digitized and you're able to uh, play and profit on both sides of that. So we kind of knew where you were heading. And, and then we just knew that being in that room with the type of people that were going to get involved and yeah, we wanted to be in there pretty damn early. So, yeah, man, congrats. I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, it the, the key word you said was early. You know, this is all very early and that's kind of what I try to preach to everyone is like, hey, look, what we've done in two months is already like crazy, but we're way early on this. You know, we got to all have patience in what we're trying to build and, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. I mean, real estate is kind of a, a game of patience. 100%. I, mean, I, I, th I think people, people like they, uh, it's going to take a lot longer to see the actual real estate crypto future that we want. And it's going to take a lot, a lot of time and work and development and a lot of resources in general. So being patient is the, is the game for hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. That, that's the premise that we built hive mind off of is like, let's get a bunch of people that are smarter than us. <laughs> let's all get into the same room and let's figure out where we're heading next, man. So I, I like to see that these people are gathering around and taking interest in what you're doing. Um, so like I said, we kind of already know where it's headed just based on the quality of people that are getting involved. Yep. No, a thousand percent. So how soon can we start using type coin to book your jet? <laughs> well, first I got to buy a jet. So that's number one. <laughs> but number two, once I, once I own a jet, yeah, things will be different for sure. Cool, man. Yeah, we got this 5,000 square foot house slash office here in San Antonio. So we wanted to throw that into the rotation. So whoever has tight coin, they want to come down here and learn a little bit how we're flipping million dollar land deals. We're going to offer yeah. that to the, to the room too. I love it. That's going to be amazing. We'll have to get it on the marketplace here. So you have a book coming out and I, I think a lot of people like getting that the intellectual property and information on paper just reaches a whole new market. So can you tell us a little about your the wealthy book releasing in December? Can you tell us what's about what that book is about and who the general audience is for that book? Yeah. So my book, The Wealthy Way, is coming out December 13th. And we have a very cool thing we're gonna be doing for launch, which I'll tell you guys about here in a sec. But 
Yeah, basically, I started this thing called The Wealthy Way a year ago, actually. And it stemmed from so many people saying, Ryan, how are you able to manage all these businesses? How are you able to still kind of have time for your family? You know, you're going to Bible studies, you're you know, still working out, like you're healthy. How, how are you doing it all? And, you know, I was like, well, there's a lot that goes into it, right? Like, it's not yeah. just something I can answer in two seconds. But sure enough, I, the more I thought about it, and I just kept getting asked so much, the more I was like, you know what, let me, let me actually just create the framework for this. And so I started building out the framework. And in my mind, I'm like, great, I'm about to have another business now. Like, you know, I'm gonna have to go do everything that's necessary for this. And as I was going through it, I kind of just felt like God was telling me, just give it away. Like, don't even worry about all that. Just make it, put it out there and just let it be. And so that's what I did. I created a course called the Wealth Builder Academy, kind of detailing the framework of how I believe to live what I call the wealthy way. And, you know, the mission statement is don't go broke trying to get rich, mainly because I've seen so many entrepreneurs go broke in these other areas of their life, pursuing wealth and building their business and making money. And they never really stop to look at like, why do I even do this? You know? And, you know, I think for me, I, I I'm, I'm just kind of tired of seeing it. Like I, I see these guys with a lot of money, just kind of fat and out of shape. And I'm like, dude, like you can't even enjoy your money. Like let's, let's figure it out. You know, I see guys who get divorced, guys who, you know, don't have relationships with their kids. And I'm like, man, we got to change this, you know, because nobody's telling people to do that on the same level. They're telling them to build their business. Like the, all of YouTube, all of TikTok, all of Instagram is like, you got to sacrifice, you got to grind, you got to do this. That is the only way to be successful in business. If you don't, you'll never be big. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm pretty big. And I think I'm going to keep getting bigger and I do it a very different way than everyone else. And so long story short, I put it all in the course. And then I also created a software to help people stay accountable daily because that is one of the premises of the wealthy ways, discipline and accountability. And so I didn't like any of the journals or planner apps out there. So you know, I spent a ton of money on development and we created this planner that um, I, I use literally every day. Like I made it for me selfishly and you know, everyone else can use it as well. And, you know, that was the first phase we had, I want to say like 30,000 people go through the course. It was a pretty crazy number. And the feedback I got from it was just lights out. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. I don't even talk about it, you know? So I just kind of let it out there and just let people find it organically. And I wanted to just get feedback this year to see how we should just get ready for phase two. So now we're entering phase two. It's been a year. Um, I've been writing this book for the last year since I originally wrote the, the course and the book were meant, you know, as a framework for a book eventually. So ended up doing that and the book is now done. We are turning that planner into a mobile app as well. And I also created a second course called Business Builder Academy, teaching people the entire framework of how I build businesses. To this point, I've built seven, seven, eight figure businesses all from scratch and they all are high margin, just, you know, really good businesses. And everything I know about building a business, the brand, the logos, the products, the sales, the marketing, the hiring, the firing, everything you need to know, I, I just put in that course. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to continue to just give away things under the Wealthy Way brand because I just want people to 
you know, live better lives with that. So yeah, the book comes out December 13th and the, the Kindle, you can get the Kindle for 99 cents. It's not a 99 cent, like free ebook thing that you see other guys do. They just like go get like a book made by on Fiverr for like 30 bucks and get a best like, no, this is like my opinion going to be up there with rich dad, poor dad and other stuff. Like I'm just throwing it out there. Like it's that good and that revolutionary. And, but I, I want it in everyone's hands. So I'm like, make it literally no barrier to entry. 99 cents. That's the cheapest Amazon will let you do it. But on top of that, I decided that for those who buy the book and support, and if they leave a review on Amazon so that we can help, you know, get it out there, I'll give them that course for free as well. So that new course they'll uh, get for free. So yeah, the, the, the launch is going to be super exciting. Uh, and that's amazing. And this is something that we've been talking about lately as well, is we launched a segment of our podcast where we're talking more about health, physical health, spiritual health, all that stuff. Cause you know, we, we still fall victim to the same thing. You know, when you're already in it, you're more focused on what you're doing in business sometimes than you are with your own personal, like with your body, with your, with your personal relationships. Bro. And it's everybody, myself yeah. included, you know, my wife and I last night during or in the afternoon, you know, like we still have fights. We still like have to work on our marriage. We're going on year nine. And so work, work is a con or everything in your life is a constant work in progress. But if you don't prioritize it, that's how it goes to the wayside. Like imagine if you didn't look at your business at all, like what do you think would happen? It would break. Right. But we're all so hyper-focused on our business. We're like, no, I know exactly what's happening with my business. Right. But we don't think of our marriage that way or our, our relationship with God you know, or any of these other aspects of our life. And, you know, it's easy for me to go up and say this and just call it out because it's true. But how do you actually do it? That's the key. How? Okay, I get it, Ryan. Like, I should take this stuff seriously. Like, tell me step-by-step step how to do it. That's what the book is for, to give people the step-by-step, step, to give them the accountability with things like the planner, and that way to just become more aware of all the other aspects of your life that, you may have been neglecting. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a, do you feel like there's like a hustle period that you have to do in the beginning or do you feel like you can build a well-rounded like entrepreneurship journey from start from day one? Cause I feel like like some people, they struggle with that. I feel like they have to put in all their energy at first and then they build the life they want or is it, can you do it all, all at once and kind of be well-rounded? Yeah. So a lot of people have asked me this too. <laughs> I do a thing called golf with Ryan which um, you guys might know about, but your audience might not, where people can golf with me. They pay to golf with me. It was kind of just a random idea I had uh, one day of like, man, like I love golf. I'm a scratch golfer. And I'm like, I bet you people would pay to golf with me just like for consulting because I don't do any one-on-one -on -one consulting right now. I just don't really have time. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it's been a hit. Like I think it's crazy. But I was golfing with these two guys like a couple weeks ago. And they asked me that exact same question. Young guys are like 24 to 26, already doing great, making hundreds of thousands a year. And they're like, okay, my wife's getting mad at me because she's saying I work too much. But Ryan, like on the buildup to get to where you are, you had to work a lot, right? And I'm like, well, dude, <laughs> like here's the deal. You're <laughs> always building. The buildup never stops, you know? <laughs> I'm building to be a billionaire. Like I'm in the buildup. I, I think I'm at the very beginning of my career. So, you know, my, my point is 
you have a choice no matter what period of the business you're at on how you want to live. You know, what, what do you think it's easier, um, at, at least with budgeting your time? When you're just getting started and you have no family, no obligations, nothing, or you're me and you got 10 businesses, a wife and two kids, you lead all this other stuff, you're in a recession, you know, you're running this NFT project. Yeah, like what, what do you think's harder to manage and live like a more balanced life? I'm going to guess my life's a little harder, right? And I'm not saying it to be cocky. I'm just saying it to like put things in perspective. So yeah. when, when people ask that question, I'm like, look, I've always been this guy who didn't want to work weekends, like who wanted to go to church and enjoy, you know, taking Sundays off and honoring God and just doing these things because that's just how I've always been. And sure enough, it's led me to kind of getting to where I'm at today. You asked me how I got here today. I'm telling you how I got here today. It's not like I got here today and then I switched <laughs> what I was doing, you know, so I could get to the, like, I, I personally, I don't believe in retirement. I'm not a retirement guy. I will never retire. I will die, you know, doing something mainly because the Bible doesn't talk about retirement ever. You'll never find that as a biblical thing. So if any Christians ever say, Hey, you know, I want to go get financial freedom and then go lay on the beach and chill and just, you know, whatever. I'm like, all right, well, you should probably read the Bible because it never says to do that. But number two is like, I just don't want to. Like at the end of the day, I love working. I love getting better and doing things and innovating. And so, you know, retirement's not really on the radar, but my point is you get to choose how you live today, regardless of if you're at zero, a hundred thousand, a million, a hundred million, you always have the temptation of I'm building for something, the next thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love it. Like, I feel like that's the same thing. We talked about that with Tim Mai on an interview recently. Is like when you get to these new levels, you're always going to, you're going to need to grow into a new person because you're going to push even harder. Right. So I, I fully agree with that, man. Something I think about all the time. I, that's why I like to implement both fitness, right? For me, it's CrossFit because you physically push your body and that like helps push yourself in business. But also when somebody's struggling in business and they ask me for advice, I do ask them, when's the last time you've been to church? You know, what, what's your spiritual life like? And you've mentioned it five times now. So I kind of want to, if we can dig in for 60 seconds on that. You said you go to church on Sundays. Are you Christian? Yep. Christian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I go to church on Sundays, but I still say some F words sometimes. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> hey, no one's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, but, uh, I'm not saying anyone here is perfect or has to be perfect. I am yeah. definitely not perfect by any means, but I am aware of, you know, like my sin and things I need to work on. I'm aware of, hey, you know, am I having quiet time with God? Am I praying? You know, am I reading my Bible every day? Like those things I can control. You know, the F-bombs, you know, I'm going to have to work on that, but <laughs> it's not going to get better unless I'm doing the other things. Like, am I all of a sudden going to stop cussing because I just decided? Like, probably not. But if you're spending more time with God and you're around other Christians and you're in Bible study and you're in church and you're praying I can guarantee your character is going to change. Dang, I love that, dude, because we talked about proximity and business, right? Like all the people that are gathering around Tykes and, and the, uh, the boardroom, but also like, yeah, proximity to people that, that are on that spiritual journey that, that do seek, you know, that, that higher power. I think that's super, super important. It's something that I love to talk about in business that I feel like people steer away from, but that should be step one. So we have a, a million dollar land flipping group where we, we focus on land deals that are a million and up. And uh, that's what we have the 10 commandments. And one of those commandments is you have to spend uh, 10 to 40 minutes by yourself in prayer every single day, if possible. I as love it. Possible. Yeah. I love it. That's great. We have something called the, um, 
Wealthy Way 60. That's in the planner app for those who, you know, decide to go through the planner. But it's kind of like a, my take on the 75 hard. You know, okay. like 75 hard is cool, but, you know, I don't think anybody's going to go like consistently do 75 hard forever because it's just like <laughs> pretty tough. But uh, yeah, it's basically this uh, framework of two hours a day of, you know, basically hitting all the elements of the wealth acronym that I've created, worship, education, affluence, lifestyle, team, and health. And, you know, just spending time in each of those categories and having them become habits, you know? So like one of them is, you know, praying for 10 minutes a day, like you just said, that's why it reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, man. That's freaking amazing. That, that I wish people would talk about that more in business. And then also, like you said, I think another thing is like, where do we find that, that drive to push to the next level? be it um, either physical, like physical fitness, spiritual fitness, those things are important. And I feel like those get pushed to the back burner because it's all hustle, grind, funnels, traffic. And uh, like, hey, what about me? What about the kids? What about the wife? You know, I spend a lot of time with my parents. I just had lunch with my parents before this interview. So I feel like I have a pretty well-rounded life, even though I still have that, that fire that can't be put out from an entrepreneur's perspective where I just want to just push until I explode. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I need I'm with you. Me. Yeah. I'm with you. I want, to, I want to talk about this too as well as like you said you manage 10 businesses how how do you manage 10 businesses and still be well-rounded do you have like is it i know it's going to be like your team and sops but like what is like what is the trick what is the key to manage that many businesses like is the one sauce that you can give away that, that helped you manage and control that many good businesses yeah the quick answer is Go through the Wealthy Way book and course. That's the quick answer. But the other answer, I guess, would be it all starts with having the end in mind, right? So if you're like, yo, I I don't want to be in this business day to day, you already know the end in mind of like, hey, okay, if I don't want to work in this and I want this business to you know reach these goals and these targets, how do I reverse engineer from there and figure out how this could potentially work, right? And so... I think you have to have the end in mind, number one. Number two, with the end in mind, you're going to realize, oh, I need a lot of people to do this, right? Like the, there's no big company that doesn't have people. You know, if you're a solopreneur, which we all are starting out, it is a new skill set to learn how to hire and manage people. There's a lot of great solopreneurs, some of the most talented, innovative, best negotiators, best, you know, salespeople that I've met. But the problem is they have no idea how to attract talent, manage talent, and retain talent. You know, they're not good coaches. And so for me, the one skill I had to develop as time went on was how do I become a great leader? How do I make people follow my vision? Not even make people, but like people want to follow what I'm doing, right? They're like, I see it. I see with how that guy speaks. I see with how he carries himself. I can clearly understand where he's going and why he's doing it. And I want to be a part of it. And I think that is the key to any successful business, right? You look at, it's interesting because you always got to, you know, the Bible talks about this too. You have to prune the vine before, you know, it can truly grow. And I think about like Elon Musk, you know, what did he just do at Twitter? I mean, that dude just got rid of everyone. He's like, y'all are out because you guys are soft. You, You cannot handle being around me and what I'm about to do. But I can tell you, the thousand people, the 10, 20% of the workforce that was originally there that stayed, he's got some winners, dude. And those people are ready to die for, 
the cause of what Elon's trying to do at Twitter. And how's Elon going to manage SpaceX and Tesla and Twitter and all these things? Because he's got some freaking people who believe in the mission. And he knows exactly, you know, how to utilize those people and get the most out of them. And so, you know, I think the main thing is with, with managing businesses, it comes down to people. How good am I as a leader at then creating other leaders who can transfer my ethos and my core values and my mission effectively to the next wave of people that I may not even deal with. Like, you know, I had a, I had a call with our entire organization yesterday or yeah, no, not yesterday, like Friday. And, you know, I just kind of explained to him, I said, Hey, this is the vision for 2023. This is where we're going. And so many people on that call, I've, I have no idea who they are. I've never met them, never seen their name. I'm like, I don't know who these guys are, but my leaders have hired some really good people who understand what I'm about and where I'm trying to go. That's a, that's a good answer. Uh, what is a quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? Hmm, man. You know, I always like revert back to uh, like the most recent thing I did instead of like the best. I mean, most of the stuff I say, especially even from the wealthy way are just Bible verses. Like they're that simple. But since I've just released like a bunch of content I did with Grant Cardone, you know, one of the things he told me was that, dude, you got to sacrifice something to get to the next level. And it kind of goes against the wealthy way in a, in a sense, but in the way that he's saying it is completely different in that, look, there's going to be friends who just might not be good for you anymore as you're trying to go on this new path, right? Maybe it's in business. Like they're, they're too small minded. They're scared. They're, you know, they don't support you doing whatever you're doing. You're going to have to get away from them, right? If you're going to try and stop drinking, you got to get away from the guys trying to go to the bar on the weekends, right? Like Mm -hmm. it just, you have to sacrifice something, you know? So like, that's one thing, but like another thing would be even in your current business, what are you willing to sacrifice to get to the next level of business? Right. And I look at multiple times that's happened in my business where, you know, I got really, my first successful business was flipping couches and you know, that, that was the bread and butter. And then eventually I was like, man, I got to flip houses. And so I had to sacrifice this thing that was like stability and like my first kind of successful thing. I'm like, I have to sacrifice it to kind of go to this next level. And even with house flipping, that's kind of been a sacrifice where I was like, man, this thing has made me who I am today. And, you know, people know me for this, but if I'm going to reach the next level of what I want to do with tech, with all these other things, house flipping, I just cannot spend as much time in house flipping. It is what it is, you know? And when I wanted to go start making social media content, I had to stop like actively being in my house living business and going on appointments and closing deals and negotiating because I didn't have time, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to go pursue the social media thing. You guys deal with that. I trust you, you know, and it's worked out, but there's always a sacrifice to get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about pruning, like pruning your, your local environment. So, you know, there's some people that I've had to, you know, disassociate myself with this year. And then another thing, I think we collect assets. We can, we collect capital, one thing I've been paying a lot of more attention to is collecting friendships, right? Because mm. some of the people that I'm doing business with now, it's like, it's, it's all leading up to this apex of energy. And, and it, it does have to do with the people that are around us. And 
we have people that are coming into our organization, to the hive mind, and they're contributing both capital, time, everything. So it's like, not only are these people your friends, but they're your business partners as well. And I think that's something, it's like the people that we're in business with now, we, it's like, if it only stayed like this, we already have the best connections in the world, right? And that's yeah. something, if you enjoy the people you work with, you can't count that in dollars and cents, but it does feel good to, to be connected with the people we're connected with right now. Yeah, I'll say this, like, it used to be the most important thing that, you know, we pursue is capital, like normal financial capital. We want to make money. We want to do good deals. We want to flip land, houses, whatever, like things that generate more money. Like that's the capital we're looking for or raise capital to go buy more real estate and whatever. Right. But the two things I've realized that are way more valuable than that are number one, you just mentioned it, relationship capital. You know, I know that the relationships I have and I've been able to develop over the years are so valuable. You know, I was, I'm, I'm launching this book and I just went through like my, my Rolodex of influencers and people I know. And I'm like, hey, I'm launching this book. Would you mind just posting about it? And like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me when. Like, I'll do it. It's like, dude, how much value is that? you know, just because I've been able to add value to them. Right. So relationship capital is number one. And the only way to do that is to get in the right rooms. Like you're saying, get in, you know, your mastermind, get in the Tykes boardroom. Like, you know, you want to get access to me, you guys join the boardroom. Guess what? Now we're on a podcast together. Boom. That's how it works. Right. It's exactly the point of doing these things. Would we have been in a podcast if you weren't? Probably not. That's the truth. So, <laughs> you know, it is it what is it is. Position, yeah. So I get asked to be on masterminds every, or podcasts every day. I don't have time to do them all. Right. But when you were like, yo, we're Tykes board members. I'm like, oh, I got time for you. Like, let's do this. So, you know, that's number one relationship capital. Number two is attention capital. And I have known this for a while and that's why I pursued social media so hard. But, you know, he who gets the attention has the gold. You know, that person is able to launch NFT projects, get people into their business, get, you know, customers, hire A grade talent. If you're known, it makes everything infinitely easier. And so for me, if you look at like what capital am I pursuing, I'm trying to get attention, number one, because then that leads to relationships, number two, and that leads to real financial capital, number three. That's pretty much how it flows. I mean, I think we've been experiencing some of that now on our side with the podcast. We're heading on 300 episodes and we'll have to- Gosh, that's a lot of episodes. Us. You got more episodes than me. <laughs> yeah, we've been cranking, man. So we'll have people reach out to us like, hey, I've been binge watching the podcast. What are you guys doing? And they're ready to spend money. They'll spend three to five grand with us you know, by the end of the phone call. Um, yep. Just because we're, we're out there that much, people know what we're doing. They want to check. And it's the same thing, like you said too, when people are in our mastermind, we want to help those people, give them time, carve out the afternoon. But we have people reaching out to us all day like, hey, can you look at this? And these are people that maybe have dropped out of the mastermind. It's like, I got to prioritize my people first, man. So it kind of goes along with what you said. Yeah, you yeah. only have so many minutes in a day. Yeah, if you're not bought in, like, uh, I mean, what do I owe you? It's like, you know, I'm, I'm putting out content and all this stuff every day. You can go get the wealthy way for free. You can get all this stuff for free, right? But like, my time's not free unless I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, but... Other than that, like I, and I, I get mad because like, so one guy just DM me this today. He was like, Hey, you know, I want to be on the podcast. What do I got to do? You know, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just thinking like, dude, what separates you from the other guy who's flipped 20 homes? You know, 
congrats like it's great but like if i let if i allowed everyone that came on the podcast that flipped 20 homes i'd be like you know i'd be out of episodes so you know i'm like well you know join the tykes boardroom and you're gonna have much better chance of getting on the podcast doing that than you will just asking me to be on the podcast like show me if you really want to be on like you know no, I love it, man. Yeah, we have a CRM product and, you know, it's somewhere between 150 and 500 a month. So it's like we have over 300 subscribers. So it's like we those are those people are the ones where we allocate our time to. Those are the those are the people oh, yeah. that we have to communicate with. We want to see them win. So, yeah, if somebody else just want them, I mean, we'll look at deals, we'll analyze stuff for other people. But we do prioritize our people that are bought in, like you said, for sure. 100 yeah. percent. So uh, I think this is a great episode. I appreciate you coming on and giving us some time. I know we have you have a time allotment, so we do want to cut up that off. Make sure you're readily available to do whatever you need to do. We appreciate you coming on and the Wealthy Way book podcast, Hard Money Lender Tykes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to take advantage of getting the Wealthy Way book and that course for literally ninety nine cents, it's probably going to be up by the time the streams again. But WealthyWayBook.com will be the link to that. Or, you know, if it's, if you're watching this literally live, wealthyway.com is how you can get the course and all that stuff. And if you do want to meet all of us, we're going to be at the Tag Summit in January, Las Vegas. We'll see you all there and uh, we'll see you all next time. Enjoy this episode. Please go like, subscribe, go share it with your friends, go leave us a review. And uh, thanks, Ryan, for your time. We appreciate everybody coming on. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, brother. See you soon. See you soon. Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying this content. If you have leads that you need to dispo anywhere in the country, please visit hivebc.io, like hivebuyersclub.io, and we'll help you move those deals that you need to get into the marketplace. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact The List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number one listguys.com.